Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. Our best guest yet is here today, alongside my co-hosts, Brandon Freeman, Matt Slotnick, and Jack Farone. Our boy, Mikey Firestein, has joined the pod. Mike! Hey, Mike! <laughs> How we doing? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Yeah, everything all good, bro? Yeah, everything's good. Just got back home from a long season. Uh from up at school but uh yeah everything's going well enjoying my downtime yeah i love that so we got a couple questions for you today pretty sure you know the drill um i'll start off by asking you to maybe introduce yourself to the people listening today uh yeah so i'm mike firestein i uh went to high school with all you guys um played at quince orchard played football basketball and lacrosse and then um i now I'll play college football at Merrimack College, which is a Division One school up in North Andover, Massachusetts. And I play offensive line there. Love to see it. Uh, does anyone want to ask Mike the first question for today? Yeah, Mikey, um, you've played, like you said, three sports throughout high school, have had a long career so far at Merrimack. What would you say is your biggest accomplishment so far as an athlete? Um, biggest accomplishment? I mean – Playing in the we played in the conference championship this year um, at Merrimack. That was pretty. That was a pretty cool accomplishment to be able to do. Um, I think we tied the program uh, record for most amount of wins in a season. Um, so that was definitely some. You know that was really fun. Uh, I would say like in high school, playing in the state championship my senior year for football was also pretty memorable. Um, that was another fun time. Uh, yeah. What up, Mike? Got a question for you. Um, so what do you think? I mean, I, like Jack said you've been playing, uh, you know, the basketball, lacrosse, football in high school, and now you're just playing uh, college football for Merrimack. What do you think has been your biggest challenge, and how'd you overcome it? It could be either for high school or um, for where you play now. Yeah. Um, I mean, coming into college, I was hurt. I came in with a torn shoulder. Um, so I was on the team, but it wasn't really like I was on the team because, you know, I wasn't able to practice every day and lift with the team because I was injured. Um, so that was definitely hard to come back from. Uh, I've been hurt, you know, a lot in my career, but uh, so coming back from injury is never easy. Uh, this year I missed three games because I hurt my knee, um, and I, but I was fortunate enough to be able to come back from that. Um I don't know. I mean, I would say that might probably be it. Just just coming back from injury and having to deal with like, you know, trying to get back to where you were and re-solidifying your spot and making sure that you're getting back to the level where you were, you know, previously playing before you got hurt. We're talking about high school football and high school sports. I'm kind of curious. So we had Johnny on the other week. We've talked to Quez before and there's a lot of other guys like Chop. Do you still keep in touch with any of these guys who you played with, you know, who's still playing up until college and Coach Kelly? Yeah, I still talk to Coach Kelly a lot. Um, still talk to Johnny Hodges a lot. Uh, reach out, me and Marquez reach out probably like once a year to each other. Um, but I definitely keep tabs on everybody, even like a kid like Chop, you know, he's in the national headline. So it's pretty easy to keep uh, following on him. Um, but yeah, I, I would say. I keep in contact with a good amount of kids, um, you know, that I played with, um, considering we're all just so busy, you know, doing whether it's practice, a lift, a meeting, 
um, or class, you know, we're all very busy, but you know, for the time I think I have, I keep in contact with a good bit of them. It's crazy to me. Like we grow up like watching all these college athletes and professionals. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're the same age as you guys. And it's like, Holy crap. Like I used to talk to him in high school. Like I would sit next to him in class. It's just crazy to see everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of kids that have been successful coming out of QL, you know, we're not like a, we're a pretty big high school for Maryland, but um, in overall terms, we're not that big. Uh, but we've produced a lot of, you know, collegiate athletes, not just at football, but, you know, Johnny originally playing lacrosse and other kids playing like college basketball. Um, but it is especially cool to see all the success with the football program. They going to the game Friday, Mike? Yeah, I'll probably be there. Shouldn't have anything going on. So I'll go and watch. They're pretty good this year. They have a, Again. They have a lot of talent up front. You could suit up probably. They probably need an extra rush. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, his his big body different from the rest. Yeah. If you guys don't know that, that don't know, Mike's about the size of all of us. He's a big, big body, big, strong dude. Mike, Mike Firestein. Yeah, dude's a beast. So, Mike, none of us, and a lot of people in the world, most people in the world, have not and will not play Division One football. You know what it's like. I want to know what's it like and maybe the favorite moment of your playing career. Yeah. Um, well, it's, you know, to say what it's like, it's like, it's very different at every school that you get to or see. Um, every school has their little bit of like their way of doing things and their, you know, spin on things. Um, but, you know, my, my experience has been a good one. You know, I'm very thankful to be able to say I've been playing, you know, football at this level. Uh, I think, um, you know, day to day, it's very busy. Um, you know, if you have a lot of spare time, you're, you tend to be in the training room or in the film room, you know, doing extra work on your body with the athletic trainers, um, like getting soft tissue worked on or, um, doing extra rehab work, um, or you're in the film room with your coaches. But, uh, yeah, I, I go to class, um, I just have one class because I'm student teaching every day. Um, so I go to one class and I teach um, second grade from like nine to one thirty, And then I get over to the uh, athletics facility about one forty-five, two o'clock. Um, and then we have meetings, um, a lift practice. Um, and, you know, I stay after practice to uh, do some treatment. And so I don't get out of there till like seven forty-five. So it's very, very busy, but uh, it's a lot of fun, you know. It keeps you make sure you're doing the right thing, and yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. But uh, my favorite moment would probably be my first start was pretty fun because it happened in the COVID year. Um, that was pretty fun, just because you know at that point in time football wasn't guaranteed to so to be able to be playing at that point in time that was a lot of fun. Um, playing in the conference championship this year was was another, you know, good memory of mine um, just because, you know, it was awesome to see that we're able to compete and play at that level and uh, see all the hard work throughout the season, you know, come to a big game like that. So was it everything you were expecting it to be, experience-wise? Uh, yeah. You know, like, I'm very happy that I chose to play college football. My experience has been awesome. You know, I've been a three-year starter so far. Um and, you know, I've been fortunate enough to play a lot of different positions on the offensive line and play with a lot of different people. Um, 
I was also able to like experience a whole new part of the country, you know, being up in the, in New England, in Massachusetts. So that was awesome. You know, I got to meet a lot of new people I would have never met before. Um, a lot of people I was close with and, you know, it, it was an experience that, you know, I was just really happy that and fortunate that I was able to do it. That's awesome stuff. Mike, um, I don't know if you watched the um, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey podcast, but being an offensive lineman, Jason Kelsey always said um, if it's fourth and one or third and one and you need a yard, his go-to play that he always tells the coach to call is the QB sneak up the middle. If you're in a fourth and one and it's on you, what what play are you having the coordinator call? Uh, so if I'm playing right tackle, I'd want them to call – power to the right so you know we're down blocking up front um whether it be the garden tackle or the tackle and tight end um we're pulling the backside guard to hit the linebacker and i just like the feeling of power i feel like power is a great game or a great play it's very physical it's downhill um and you know you're you're able to play some smash mouth football so it's a it's a play that i'd love to run on fourth and one is that any questions? Anyone have any other questions? I got a quick one. Uh, how is it having uh, Don Fireson as your dad and being <laughs> the biggest goat of all goats? Like, how does how is that? How is that for uh, for being a? How is that? <laughs> well, he's an I two seventy basketball legend. I mean, I think he Obviously. leads that league and you know championship wins and losses combined. Um, he's special, man. You know. <laughs> He's indescribable. You know, you just got, he's a guy you got to meet. I think he has no filter and he'll just tell it as it is. And he just doesn't hold back and he's hard to play for. He's, he's a legend of all legends, Don Firestone. Also going on that topic, who would you say was the most impactful coach you've ever played for? Uh, Most impactful coach. I think I know who you're going to say. Yeah. I would say like coach Griffin, Uh, coach Griff. You know, he was just a guy that just looked out for you and the way he coached, he just put a lot of like care, love and effort into it. Um, and he pushed you to be the best and he always challenged you. Like when we would be in sixth or seventh grade, we'd be playing eighth or ninth graders. Um, so he always pushed you and challenged you and, you know, knew that the hard work and success would be, you know, would pay off in the end. Um, I, I knew that answer was coming. I think all of us would have said Coach Griffin. I think a lot of us would have answer too. Yeah, I mean it's a no-brainer. He, he, uh, yeah, he's really on like a you know he's at a level of nobody else just with the you know things he's done and all the time and effort he committed to all of us. It was pretty awesome. That's amazing. It's amazing stuff, Mike. Um, we appreciate you coming on, man. Hope to get you on again soon. We'll see you soon and keep doing your thing, homie. Yeah. All right. See you, fellas. Happy holidays. You Thanks for coming on, Mike. There, Mike. See you soon. See you guys. Thank you, Mikey, for hopping on. We appreciated the time. We've been trying to get him on for a little bit, so we're glad we made it work. All right. Let's talk all things football in our Thanksgiving special today. So it's our second week of the slates. We have one undefeated slate. I'll go through the records real quick. He's not on the pod today. Of course, that motherfucker's 3-0. Balo is 3-0. All of his picks were right. Jack is 2-1. I am 1-2. and two. 
Frito is 0 2 and 1, one of his bets pushed. And Matt Z is 0 and 3. So the slates this week, we're going to stick to Thanksgiving games. There's three Thanksgiving games. We'll go with those three. I'll go over the games. The first team I say is the away team, and I'll say the spreads. So Bills play the Lions. The Lions are plus nine and a half. Giants play the Cowboys. Cowboys are minus nine and a half. And the Pats play the Vikings. Vikings are two and a half favorites. What do we like? When do you want to say your picks first? I'll go first. Um, Bills are laying a lot of points, but they've been cold lately. I think they finally have their coming back party. I think the Bills cover, blow out the Lions. Um, I think the Giants keep it close. We'll take them plus nine. And Vikings bounce back with a touchdown win. So Vikings, Bills, Giants for me. I like that. I like that. I have some similarities there. I'm going to take the Lions at home. I think their offense is good enough to keep it somewhat close, although the Bills are the best team in football. I believe in Dan Campbell to to make this game a little closer than people think. Um, the next game between the Giants-Cowboys is tough, in my opinion. I think because it's a division game, I'm going to take the points. I think those are a lot of points. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys blew them out. But I'm going to go with the Giants plus 9.5. And then I think the Vikings bounce back. I still think the Pats are just not a good team offensively, although their defense is very good. I think in this case, good offense is going to be good defense. So I'm going to go with the Lions, Giants, and Vikings. You know, I'm kind of tempted to ride the Giants with you guys and the Vikings, but I also want to fade you guys just to get that out there. But I think I think I'm going to go same picks as Ginge, honestly. Lions, Lions, Giants, Vikings. I think... The Lions are a super scrappy team. They always seem to be right in these games. So I think, you know, nine and a half is a lot of points. Divisional games are always tough. I think the Giants are going to have a bounce back week. I don't know what was good with their offense last week. They lost Wandale, but I think Saquon will have a bit of a bounce back game, even with Micah Parsons playing unreal. And then the Vikings, I think they also have a bounce back game. And I... Mac Jones is pathetic. He, I said this last week, I think. I, I don't know how he starts in the NFL. He couldn't start in the CFL, Arena Football League, Mexican Football League, Argentinian Football League. He's he's not good. I think the Vikings win by at least a touchdown there. All right, last but certainly not least, I guess I should just randomly shut my eyes and pick because I went 0-3 last time. Um, but um, I'm going to go with the Bills, 9.5. Is it 9 or 9.5? Nine and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bills winning by uh, ten. Um, I same reason you guys already said about the divisional game. I'll take the Giants points. Um, with the Giants, so Bills, Giants, and then I. I mean, I don't know. The Patriots kind of like are a weird team to me. I think they can either show up and be amazing, or they can just look like shit. And I, I hate Mac Jones as well. So I think the Vikings at home is a safe bet. Um, prime time. I think. Yeah, I think. I think uh, Vikings two and a half. So Bills, Giants, Vikings for me. Nice. All right. We'll see who takes home the crown. Uh, I will be getting Bayless picks too right after this. So we'll make sure that he's on next week's standings as well. Wait, we're, we're, we might as well get Alex too. Yeah. Any and, of us, and Alec. And Alec. We'll did any of us take the Cowboys? Or are, we, are we all Giants? No, we're all Giants. Yeah, which we all Cowboys are going to cover. We basically have the Cowboys now. A little scary. I'm not changing that. Fuck that. 
Yeah, this, uh, we made so, our picks. We're all in the Giants and Vikings, so that means that the Pats and Cowboys are both going to cover. From that's what I'm getting from this. And yeah, that's what that fucker Baylor will take, of course. So, okay, that's cool. Let's go to trivia. Last week was fun. I have some more questions. I have some good questions. These are hard. So let's see who can get them right. Okay, the first team or first question. Which team or which city did the Rams originally play in? St. Louis? Nope, before St. Louis. I don't know. I'll give you guys three total guesses. You each get one guess. Is it DC? No. Baltimore? Nope. You're you're at a hint? Uh, Yeah. Um, You like this. You like this city. Oh, Green Bay. No. Cleveland. 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 I did not know that. That was the original. That's tough. Yep. They used to play in Cleveland. That's okay. funny. Next question. I'm, I'm going to give you guys an easier question. Um. Okay. Which team has the most Super Bowl appearances? This is a little easier, I think. Steelers? Nope. Packers? Nope. Patriots. 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 Nice. I feel like that was way too obvious of an answer. Yeah, I was a little worried that you would get that, but okay. Um, Let's do a couple more. So, which undefeated team did the Miami Dolphins beat to keep their undefeated season going in 1985? They're both undefeated, but... Bears? The Bears? Wow. Good. Wow. I didn't have the slightest clue on that one, so props that, to you, Jack. Wow. Jack. Kick, uh, yeah. Jack has that memory. That's awesome. All hey, right. Weren't, wait, weren't you at that game? Yeah, it was fucking nuts. It was a great, uh, one of the best games I've been to. Okay. Um, which team won its Super Bowl? It's Super Bowl. After moving from another city, Seattle had changed its name, not Seattle. Oh, Rams. Rams. Oh, and that changed your name. Someone said it. I, you're throwing a million answers at me. Someone Colts, said Ravens, it. Colts, Ravens, Colts, Ravens. Browns, Browns. Matt said one of them. Colts. No. Oh, wait. <laughs> said, I just said five that, teams. I, that doesn't even count. Like, you didn't even get it right. <laughs> I just said five teams to get one. It's the um, Ravens. Okay, last question. All right, this one's, this one's kind of hard. Which team had the first running back to rush for 10,000 career yards? Detroit Lions. Nope. The Rams. The Bears. Nope. The Cowboys? Nope. If you can name the running back, that's a bonus for getting that right. Too. Walter Payton. No, name the team first, but if you can name the player, then that's the bonus. But Frank Gore. Not Walter Payton. It's not. It's not what? Are you crazy? I'm just saying, Vale's guy. Frank it's Gore. Not the Lions. Frank Gore retired like three years ago. You think he was the first person to. Yeah, yeah you could be the first one. I just randomly saying fucking running backs. I just think of It's not, It's not any of the teams or guys you guys have mentioned. Chargers. LT. Nope. Fuck. Just, just, we're not going to get this. It's probably from like it's an AFC. Ago. It's an AFC team. Someone's oh. got to get it. Give us a hint. AFC, AFC North. North. AFC North team. The Steelers. No. 
Andrew. I mean, I don't know any of the running backs. All right, oh, it's the Cleveland Browns. It was Jim Brown. Oh, so easy, right? <laughs> it was Jim Brown that broke the record. All right, that was fun. So let's talk NFL. I know we were debating some NFL shit earlier. Um, just like an overall rundown of the season. I mean, the Eagles are nine and one. The NFC East looks dominant, obviously. The Vikings are eight and two. What are our biggest takeaways thus far in this season? Are we surprised by anyone? Do we believe in teams that are performing well later down? Do we believe in teams that are not doing so well and we think they're going to turn around? Like, what are some thoughts from the season? Well, one, I think all right, you go first, Brandon. I was just going to say, like, we're getting pretty late into the season. It's um, week 12 coming up. Like, I feel like we know who's good and who's not. I mean, I think there's still time for teams to turn it around. Obviously, you have players coming back from injuries, and then you have teams who are losing players to injuries. But, you know, we all thought at the beginning of the season that the AFC West was going to be unstoppable. They're just flat-out horrible. So, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like you pretty much know what you're getting from this point. I think what's uh, becoming apparent are two things. One is that the generation of quarterbacks from the 2000s to 2010s, your Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady's, Matt Ryan's, even like Drew Brees, you know, that era is coming to a close. All those guys are really struggling this year. Um, it's kind of the pass of the torch to this next generation of quarterbacks. And two, it's that the window, the window, gap for teams to be competitive and Super Bowl contenders is so small in the NFL. It's so hard to be good for like extended periods of time. You look at the Rams who were dominant last year. They've they're three and seven this year. Um the Buccaneers were contenders last year. They're five and five, not looking great. Um the Saints were good for a few years. They're looking awful now. Packers look terrible now. Um then you've got teams like the Giants, the Dolphins, um, even the Eagles rebuilded and started playing well. The Seahawks. I mean, it's just every year there's so many surprises. And just because you're great one year does not mean anything going into the next season. I agree with everything you said about the whole – the window is very short. And I'm going to uh, kind of like jump off of that and say about the – not only is it the year, but I think it's also any given Sunday also. Like as you guys just saw, the Packers who just – literally beat Dallas at home. And I mean, I'm pretty sure we all said that Dallas defense is a great defense and they played a phenomenal game against that defense. Um, the very next week, um, Dallas just gets absolutely blown out. I mean, I mean, not Dallas, Dallas absolutely blows out um, the Vikings who just beat the bills. Like, I mean, it's not even just like Jackson, the windows closing for um, the amount of time to win, but I think it's any given Sunday, any team can win anytime. And, and that's why the NFL is so great. Cause Literally any time, any single time they play. So I thought it was very interesting to see that the Cowboys absolutely destroyed the Vikings and the Vikings just, you know, got the Bills. I mean, it's, it's very interesting to see any given Sunday. I think anybody can win any given Sunday. Do we think the Cowboys are going to come out of the NFC? Do we think they're like a top two or three team to come out of the NFC? No, no, no. They're definitely not coming out of the NFC, but they are easily a contender. Um. I think you're looking when you look at the NFC, it's going to be between the Eagles, Cowboys, Vikings, and Niners. I think those are the four teams that are contenders. I think the Giants and Seahawks 
are frauds when it comes to, you know, getting out of NFC. I don't see them making it out. But the Cowboys are most likely going to be a wild card team because the Eagles. So you're talking three straight road games they'll have to win. And I, I just don't think I don't think the Cowboys, given their history, can can accomplish that. If they bench Zeke outright and start power, there's a chance they can go and win it all. But until that happens, I don't think they're in. Anything. They're figuring it out. Pollard's becoming the main guy, and then Zeke is just the short I mean, goal to go. I mean, that's what Brandon, he should he be at this point. He still didn't get that many carries. All of his work was all reception. He got like 80 yards rushing, but all of his real work was all receiving. I mean, he had, I, I think it was one of the earlier series, but he had like two goal line touches, and then finally they said, fuck it, we'll put Zeke in because he's like a bowling ball. Zeke sucks. He, he yeah, the, Cowboys, the Cowboys have an unbelievable all-around team. They've got a great defense. Dak is good enough to win you something. Amazing run game with that O line and weapons are good enough, I'd guess. But um, it's just in the playoffs, home field is so big. Um, I think the last like six years, looking back, I'd say maybe all, but I don't think a wild card team has made it to the Super Bowl. I I don't remember the last time that's happened. It's been a very long time, but um. You know, it, it's just so hard to win three straight games on the road in the playoffs. So my reasoning for the Cowboys not coming out of the NFC isn't really their roster buildup. It's their given situation. Yeah. I got a question. You guys yeah. think the Titans can be considered like a sleeper team? I think everybody doubts them every yeah. single year. I feel like every year they're always that sleeper Every team. year. They're, every I mean, year. They're, they're always it's because, it's because of their their identity is just smash mouth football with the biggest running back and the, the most dominant running back in football, Derrick Henry. And in those cold weather games when he gets 30 carries, he just wears down teams. And they, they have those long eight-minute drives that keeps like guys like Mahomes and Allen off the field. They can beat anyone 100%. Not even- they're going to win their division. They're, they're a dark horse for sure. It's not even offensively though. Like you said it, the, the Henry. It's like he gets better as the game goes on. It's it's never seen anything like it. He gets better in the fourth quarter. He not only their offense, their defense. He coaches such a physical style of of uh, football. Variable. He's just an unbelievable coach. They're just the more physical team when they go out there in the field. Nine times out of ten, they're just such a physical dominant unit. I feel like for the past four years, it's been the same story. They're always like, oh, they're not good enough to make any noise, and then you know. They kick out Brady from New England, and then they beat the Chiefs. It's like it's unbelievable. Something new I'm every not year. Sold on the Titans at all? I feel like in the playoffs, it's very not easy, but it's manageable to game plan against a team that is so dependent on one player, um, as it's been proven in the past. I think this is the same. Their defense is playing very well this year, but I don't think they have enough weapons receiver wise to take them far. But we'll see. Um, any other takes before we move on to the next segment? I'll take that as a no. Okay. Fan submitted questions. <laughs> we got some more questions for everybody to answer today. We all have a question. And the first one's for Jack. It's from Aviv. Aviv Amige. He asked, do you think Jalen Hurts is the most handsome quarterback in the league? This is a real question he asked. Not a lot. I think he's definitely top five. I think Jimmy G, Tom Brady, those guys you got to put ahead. But if you're going in the light skin category, 100%. And I would not want Jalen Hurts anywhere near my girl, but 
He's a beautiful specimen, beautiful quarterback play. MVP, can't say anything negative about him. He's a top five, maybe top three, most handsome QB. Great question of these. Are you putting him above Zach Wilson? 100%. Interesting. Okay. Next question is from Alec Rappaport and Eli Schwartz and Jake Perlman and Charlie Schwartz. The four of them all have a question for Matt. And the question is, Matt, what even is a Green Bay Packer? Like the logo, the mascot. They're all confused. If you know the answer. I, I don't know the answer to that. It's a good question. I like that question, actually. Maybe we'll ask. That's, That's a pretty good question. Good, good question. Man. I don't know the answer to that. Look that up uh, real quick, what a Packer is. What is a Packer? Were the four of them having a circle jerk? Why did they all ask the same question? Yeah, it's kind of weird, dude. <laughs> they all... They all asked it. <laughs> it would be a good question if like one, maybe two people asked it, but the four of them makes me question where they were when this question came about. All they're, I know Fortnite on, they're probably playing Fortnite on a squad or something. They My question it. is, why didn't they use the internet? Uh, that's a question I can... Can I ask a question for the fans? Of course. Yeah. That's my question. Why don't they use the internet? It's a good question. I'll let you know what they say. And if they were in the circle jerk, ask, ask them that too. The Packers were named after a meatpacking company in Green Bay. There you go. Yeah, I see that. The Indian Packing Company. There's your answer. Team's original sponsor. Pass that for another way to Lambo, the Indian Reservation. And then their mascot, then they have all the cheese heads. Where the hell does the cheese come from? I don't know. I can't do a history lesson of the Packers right now. Yeah, let's not do that. That's for next episode. Um, The next question is for Friedman. From David Shapiro, David Strickman, and Alex Hammer. Wow. What is up with these group questions? What is up with these group questions? A lot of questions. A lot of group activities today. Thanksgiving breaks have these guys just sitting around a bonfire with these weird-ass group questions. I I don't know what's good, but Friedman, you were right about the Padres. What else are you right about? Fuck Gordo. (laughs) Very sweet. Man, the Padres – I don't think anyone saw that one coming, you know, seven years ago. I guess I'm just good at telling the future. The only thing the future is telling me is that the Capitals are not good. They're going to the dumpster. Everyone's hurt. Everyone's hurt. Better answer. Old coaching staff sucks. That's more present. No, no, no. No, no. I'm talking like 10 years from now. Nothing good's going to come. I will say this. The Cincinnati Reds, I see a bright future for them. All right, well, that's good for them to know. The last question, a regular at this point, Jack Weissman. This is for Ginge, a.k.a. me, and Slot. Hey, guys, if I don't get a lock this week, I'm going to be really pissed off. I don't get it. Can someone just help me? He wasn't happy with Matt's lock last week? That he yeah, couldn't good thing he didn't tell me. Good thing I, I said it before because it lost. I guess he's just not receiving his best. All right, lock. someone please give him a lock because this has been every week it's like Matt's like, I don't know, or Matt gives him a pick that give him one, starts, Jack. In, starts in 10 minutes. I'll give him a pick, but he asked the question for you two. He's asked you eight straight weeks. Well, I haven't been on eight straight weeks. Why don't you give him an answer? I can give him. Uh, I'll <laughs> give him one, but he said Matt and Ginger. I'll I'll give him a lot. You guys have to answer. Yeah, this is for you two. Not yeah, if someone asks, asks, if, asks if someone asks Bill Belichick a question, I'm not going to go up on the podium and say, "Hey guys, I'll actually take this one for him." Well, Weissman, Weissman, I gave him a lock. It didn't work. You should move on to somebody else. 
I'll give him a lock. Wizards money line tomorrow. All right, this podcast won't be out for a couple of days. So let's go. Um, Thanksgiving game. I'm going to stick with my slate. I'm going to go with the Vikings minus two and a half as you. Oh, it's Thursday. This will be out by Thursday. Take the fucking Vikings, Weissman. God damn it. Matt, you got any picks? I don't. I'm, I, I give up on Weissman. I lost too many for him. You should go to somebody else. I'll give him one lock. Give, no, give him one and then he'll fade you. That's perfect. No, he's going to have to go to the vault or something. Sign up for a subscription. Shout out the vault. Right, Weissman, listen to Matt's slate that we mentioned earlier. Just follow his slate. He's one of those. Yeah. Weissman's going to now ask Matt again next week and maybe the sixth time's a charm for an answer on this one. No, Weissman's not going to get an answer from me because Weissman's done that, getting, getting an answer from me now. Weissman's got to do other things. Uh, he is not happy. Oh, shit. He can't be happy with that. Um, okay, so for our last segment of the day, well, we have two more. We're going to switch it up to all things Thanksgiving. What is everybody thankful for? We'll go around the circle. There's one thing we're thankful for. Jack, how about you start us off? I couldn't be more thankful for the Philadelphia Eagles being the number one team in the NFL, um, nine and one. You told me that they'd be nine and one three months ago. <laughs> I'd probably have a half chub, but this is unreal. Um, Jalen Hurts is the front runner for the league MVP, I'd say. Um, we're a complete team, control our own destiny, should have the one seed. I am extremely thankful for that. I'm living the dream. That's very nice stuff. I'm thankful for the Maryland Terrapins being 5-0, and and they actually look like a good basketball team. Man, I'm thankful for football as a whole. Every Sunday, seven hours of commercial-free football. Thursdays, Mondays, always something to look forward to. Never a dull moment. Beating team click-clack, too. I'm thankful for uh, this time of year. A lot of good sports on. A lot of different things you can watch and uh, sports bet on. So, yeah, love this time of year for sports betting. Very nice. All about. Very sweet. Okay, last question. It's a very important one, a little controversial one. Let's rank these five in order. Uh, Thanksgiving foods, turkey, stuffing, pumpkin pie, sweet potatoes, and green beans. I don't fucking like green beans. I'm going to go with number one is pumpkin pie. Number two is stuffing. (laughs) Number three is turkey. Four, sweet potatoes. Five, green beans. I'll start off by saying I think Thanksgiving food is the most overrated meal of all time. Preach. Second. So these are all... Not very advertising to me, but if I had to choose, my ranking would be let's look at it. Uh let's go. Oh, just like all oh, so bad. I guess I'll go green beans one, sweet potato two, stuffing three, pie four, and I just I can't stand things. Green beans stuff. one. I just dude, it's all bad to me, dude. I think things. I'm not gonna good. lie. I think I'm gonna tail him there. I'm going green beans, sweet potatoes, pie, stuffing turkey. Yo, honestly, above Jesus. all of that, Jack I would save us. Above all of that, I would put the water that's at dinner and whatever I had for breakfast. Oh, I gotta mute this kid. I gotta be. No, it's bad. It's it's really bad. The the green beans for me are easily bottom of the list. Um, pumpkin pie is the no brainer number one. When the oh, dessert God. table comes out. My eyes light up. That's what I wait wait all day for. Um, pumpkin pie, any kind of pie, you name it. Um, two, I, I, stuffing and turkey are kind of neck and neck. I think I'd go turkey or uh, stuffing. 
you got to put like gravy or something on the turkey or else, I mean, your mouth is drier than the fucking Sahara Desert and it's it's brutal to eat um, unless you get something on there. Um, what was it? Sweet peppers? Sweet four sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. Sweet, sweet potatoes four. Um, I mean, you won't catch me eating it, but it's better than green beans. Um, and, and green beans at bottom of the list. You'll not catch that on my plate on yeah. Thanksgiving Thursday. Green beans number one is a crime, bro. That's like Thanksgiving you can't tell is a me. crime as a whole. You can't tell me if there's a plate of pumpkin pie and a plate of green beans, you're grabbing the one with green beans. I actually despise that's, pumpkin pie, so yes. Oh, my God. Bro, no. A- Apple pie is a different story. Pumpkin like pie. Oh, my God. Pumpkin pie, apple pie, cherry pie, blueberry pie, any sort of pie, send my way. Wait, can we have like a, a food segment next time? on a you can do it right now. What, what questions do you want to talk about food? Like, What, what should we talk about? I don't know. How's how's McDonald's apple pie? Do you like McDonald's apple pie? Man, give me an apple pie from fucking the dumpster. I'll eat it. <laughs> any sort of pie. Yeah, it does. Uh, like preferably tasty cakes from Wawa, that section. Um, I need some stock in that. It does like that. Um, My dad Giant it. Giant has a nice little um dessert display kind of by the bakery in the back. Um yeah. Jack, McDonald's I have a question apple- for you. Yep. If would you eat green beans if it meant the Eagles were winning the Super Bowl? I'd eat my own shit if it meant the Eagles win the Super Bowl. So yeah, I'd eat green beans every night for the rest of the year. <laughs> I was gonna say with every meal, yeah. <laughs> I'll eat green beans every meal for the rest of the year. So we have like three minutes left. I want to know everyone's favorite food. I was just about to say that. I was just about to go into that. So all things food. Jack, what is your favorite food, bro? Vegetables. That is a that is a, a very cold take there. Um, <laughs> favorite food? That's tough. Steak, steak, uh, obviously, but that that's uh, not a everyday thing. But I think we know uh, a that bold actually. one. A bold one is Matt would like this one. P.F. Chang's sweet and sour chicken. <laughs> He likes P.F. Chang's. Very specific. P.F. Chang's is the most underrated restaurant on the East Coast. What about some Jamie's Lanicky dirt? That's got to be up there. That's got to be like Jamie's Lanicky dessert has the dessert crown. That's, That's always up there, everybody. I, I don't think that really counts in favorite food. I think you got to give dessert its its category of its own. Well, I think that also can't be described as like competing with anything. I just like everybody's just not the go to dish. But for me, my favorite food is just. Above all, it's steak. Any kind of steak. I love meat. I eat meat probably too much. But uh, I love <laughs> me some steak. I love cheeseburgers. I love steak. Chima, shout out Chima. I love me steak and I love me some Chima. That's incredible. That's, that's, that's um, This may not be a surprise to anyone. My favorite food is probably nachos. Shout out oh! everyone. It makes fun of me. <laughs> I love uh, this. Yeah, I like I like good nachos because there's definitely bad nachos. Like none of that cheese whiz shit. Like just get some, get some good nachos going. Yeah, you feel me? Can I just say one thing before you say yours, Brandon? One, just put in our, our partner uh, Ryan Bailos here for Can I just say that for us real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say, right. Let's say it on three. Let's say on three. Add Bailos. I'm Please just gonna say. Well, Let's say it on three. One, one two, two, three. three. Sushi. Sushi. But wait, it's not only just sushi. It's the uh, 
sushi at Montgomery Mall. Um, I don't know if the pod, I mean, people should hear this probably, but we were younger and all of us went to uh, the mall as kids and we all ordered probably like Chick-fil-A, Five Guys, normal food. Baylo orders this like five-star sushi place, probably spends like 40-something bucks on sushi. Oh, Wait, more, there. bro. Was at least probably more, right? 68. Yeah. It was 68. Was it 68? Okay, well, he yeah, spent like, I think, and it was like a few rolls and he waited, like we finished our meals before he even got his first appetizer of sushi. So yeah, shout out Ryan Baylo, sushi. Jeff Baylo makes good sushi too. So uh, sushi for Bela. Jeff Bela also makes very good cookies and pound cakes. Shout out Jeff Bela. And lamb chops. Lamb chops are fire too. Sorry, Brandon, go ahead. I had to say Bela's. Man, this is a tough one for me. I'm between uh, a banana and chicken. Bananas. Well, you're saying a banana is your favorite. That's such a free one. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Can you mute him again? You got chocolate covered bananas, regular banana, but chicken. Ain't no way, bro. Chicken, you can do chicken teriyaki, chicken fajitas. Grilled chicken, chicken parmesan. What's your favorite place to get something? You can't be fucking banana and end it off that. You gotta say something with like chicken. Like where? What do you like chicken? Uh, chicken parm from Gimme Cafe Roma. Okay. Lock. Lock. That's better. Lock. Wait, how about Alex? Do you know Alex? Anybody? I think he likes uh, snails. Yeah, like corn, corn souffle. Yeah, he likes that. Snails. Um, what birds, else? Birds. He likes to eat birds. So here's something we we're. This is what we're gonna do on Thanksgiving or the day after. We're all gonna have our favorite food and we're all gonna eat it on live. We're all gonna go live together. <laughs> we're gonna do an eating contest. Sound good for own? I love that. Yeah. See a lot of tasty cakes on my screen. And ho hos, tasty cakes, and anything chocolate. All right. Thank you all for joining today. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Happy Thanksgiving from the ATS family. Hope you guys eat up and we'll see you all soon.